three. Take three. Take we are three, back. baby. <laughs> we are back. It only took three takes, and now the music is playing all the way through the intro in classic fashion of back reliability, hot coffee, baby. hot coffee, and laughs. <laughs> Hopefully. What's up? Welcome back, Four String Army. We are back and going to give you the rest of the remaining information from our last Dude, like it was like fucking one in the morning last time we recorded. Yeah, uh, thank you for all the good feedback on the last episode. People have been hitting you up. Uh, just people like in passing and stuff like that. Yeah. So, mom, like people at ITC. Yeah, mom always. Mom's like, Mijo, you're so funny. You and Fabian. Mom was <laughs> like, <laughs> mom was like, you're crazy. Lol, too much. lol. <laughs> yeah, she's like, but Mijo, those words. Mm-mm. Yeah, I got I got some people. Uh, some people were really digging the Wuhan shit. <laughs> <laughs> they were like the the U.S. theory. The China theory. That's awesome, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, so funny, yeah. I'm here. I understand. I see things. Yeah, people know? people at ITC, uh, I think some people at Sarah's uh, talked about the, the, like, I forgot who. Maybe it was just Google or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> my, some people. <laughs> yeah, my girl was telling me that she was listening to, like, the episode and, like, listening to the part about the nub. And <laughs> it was fucking Oh, my hilarious. God. The nub was a hit. <laughs> yeah, Nobu. Nobu. I yeah. I had like at least four people tell me about the nub and yeah. I'm like I know man and you know what's funny like somebody somebody hits me up and they're like dude my friend just got fucking guillotined by this guy and it's like a guy with a nub but like you don't think about like nubs come in all different shapes and sizes right all different shapes and his sizes his looks like the end of a sperm like you know the tail like it 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 fucking thins out towards the end and it's just like one long it's not like a nub stump uh-huh. it's a fucking it's like a Oh my god, dude! I'm telling you, it's like the tail of a sperm. Like, and I'm like, can you imagine getting wet willied by that? It's f- <laughs> like he would go Square and poke up. out the other side of your brain. You know, Square up, dude. You violated me. It's it. Yeah. So I'm I'm like, dude. How does he even like? He goes. He goes. My boy got uh, guillotined by this guy. He was like trying to grab it. Was like it was like grabbing a dick. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like a hard one or a soft one? I didn't. I didn't, he didn't answer. Yeah, he, he was too getting too PTSD, weird. Yeah. He was getting too weird. Yeah, but too much eye contact. I was like, oh, what else did it? What else did it do? <laughs> but yeah. But uh, but yeah, his boy got guillotined by Nub, so. N- Frederick Nublis. <laughs> Stop, dude. Frederick Nublis is a hit. Bro, I'm put the that on his shirt, baby. The 170 pound champion at the Ultimate Nub Warriors. Ultimate Nub. <laughs> right, we gotta stop. Okay, you stop. Ah, oh, fuck. What? Listen, I just want to apologize again. What's for wrong the with third time for making these? You gotta stop jokes. apologizing. No, no, I run. No, no I can't. I run a kids' class. You can't. <laughs> I gotta apologize ahead of time, so you know, like, I really do mean the apology. Just, just edit in like along with the song just an apology <laughs> for everything you're about to say on the podcast <laughs> people should understand like this is like you know this is especially for me like this is a more amped up version of me like this is just like a character this is me covering all the legal grounds that's good way. good fifth no i believe fifth. i bleep beeped <laughs> i bleep beeped but uh yeah this is just me doing like a like you know like a character like i'm not Really, a jealous girlfriend. <laughs> I, Absolutely are. I, I'm not really, but like I'll get mad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I'll get mad. I'm you, not really. If but, you yeah. talk to he who shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say it. That last episode, that was really, that really wasn't me. I just think it's funny that. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just think it's so funny that yeah. whenever you open Instagram, <laughs> he's right there. Yeah, and you already liked his yeah. pictures. <laughs> 
We're getting off topic. <laughs> We're getting off topic. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's get right into the thick of things. Uh, yeah, let's you do competed. it. You competed. 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 <laughs> I competed. Sorry, I, I competed. I right competed now. on <laughs> finishes. <laughs> Damn, dude, you and Luke been hanging out. You like that? Yeah. I'm, pre- I'm pretty. He told me that I have the best Australian accent he's heard in New York while he's been Whoa. here. Whoa. I competed in, fin- <laughs> in finishes. Nice, um, dude. Are you Australian? I got, I got no submissions, but <laughs> whoa! But crikey! But crikey! It was heaps of fun. <laughs> you like that? You're only allowed to do that from now on. All right. All right. All right, then. All right. I'll I'll do my best. I'll do my best. You want me to? No, I can't. Two two accents too much. What? I'm gonna do my Walsall impersonation. You no no no. That's not even a good accent. That's the one where they have the egg in their mouth, bro. No, it's from Walsall. It it just makes me want to spit for you. Me too. Like, me too. Like, like, like I feel but that's like how you talk. That's how they talk. You know, they talk like they're always got a little bit of water that they're trying not to swallow, but not spit out at the moment. You know, it's like uh, you could. You've been to so many places. You could just be like, you could just make the dumbest accent up and be like, "That's how they talk." Yeah, that's how they talk. My hands are tied. Yeah, <laughs> my hands are tied. <laughs> my hands are tied now. Yeah, like I, I, this is how they talk. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're lying because your voice is high. This is how they talk. What do you want me to do? <laughs> uh, okay, so you so competed, competed. Finishes. Finished it. Uh, you competed at uh, Finishers, and it was a team event. You got the last minute call oh, to dude. compete on Team how, RGA. How crazy. Yeah, yeah, I got led the last the minute man, call. Led oh. by the man himself, Frank. So Rosenthal. Frank hits me up, and he's like, I need you on wait. Wait, sorry, sorry. First of all, I fucked up the artwork on Frank's episode. <laughs> I fucked up his last name. So if he ever saw that and he was like, "What was what would you put it as?" I don't know. I never man. fixed it. You told me to fix it. I never fixed never it. fixed it. Yeah, I saw. Thanks. It's on me. Yeah, thanks. But but what uh, was so, it? I don't know. It's just like Posenthal or something like that. It was like the first letter on the last name was fucked something up. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and oh, and somebody shit. hit me up about it. They're like, "Did you do that on purpose?" And, and I'm like, like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm the only fr here." So he, that's hilarious. It sounds like somebody else hit me up, and I was like, "No, I didn't do that." I was like, "I, just I told him, yeah." I was nice. like, "Yeah, of course of we course, do that nice. on purpose." Listen, there's no mistakes, just yeah. happy accidents. Yeah, happy accidents. Okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, so, finishers. Yeah. So, so Frank, Frank hits me up. Frank Rosendahl calls you. Yeah, he's like, "Yo, we need a fucking ringer," and I was super confident <laughs> because, like, did you think you were going hunting for dragons first? I don't know what that means, but no, no, I fucking. I was just confident. Like, I, I was like, okay, like, I'm going to verse these 145 fucks. Like, everyone's going to be tiny. I'm going to be y- yoked. And, like, I just, like, especially when I got out there, I just felt like I belonged. I was, I, there's no, nobody was really physically imposing, especially, like, watching the video of my matches back. I just felt, like, just as big, if not bigger than the people over there. And that's a huge, like, confidence booster. Like, I wish I could have seen that third-person perspective before i got out on the mat or like seeing what because like it's hard to really uh picture yourself like i don't know like for me i just picture myself smaller than my than i am all the time so uh just seeing myself out there with those other guys like sized up like i'm like wow like you know like maybe you could have wrestled fuck these guys a little more like that's a, that's a big part of it. I need to I need to start getting more confident in my wrestling. I've been saying that for the longest time, but it's just so hard once you get out. God there. forbid I say it once. I'm like, you should wrestle. You're like, man, man. I don't know, <laughs> man. I don't think so. But um, I mean, I'm I'm getting more comfortable with it. Good. Um. Oh, so jujitsu so. tends to be very uh, 
it's like a team sport. It definitely is a team sport in the sense that you train together, but you tend to compete individually. Yeah. The majority, I'd say 99% of competitions are individu- individual. What's wrong with me, man? Am I getting... Are you having a stroke? CTE. Let me see. Smile. I can smile. Two Half his up. fucking mouth moved. <laughs> <laughs> He's drooling <laughs> up the other side. I think you're having a stroke. This is like dude. direct karma for all the fucking no jokes we've been making, dude. Your your hand, no. fe- all your fingers fuse. Yeah, and you, you get nub hands. No, no. You, um, you stepped into a teleporter with a fucking nub. You ever seen the fly? Yeah, so yeah, that's, long ago. That's, oh my god, dude. you're slowly becoming a the nub. You're no, like, you're looking. At, you're like in the mirror, and you're you you've got webbings on your hands. You're like, I'm turning into a duck. Oh fuck. And then sl- <laughs> it becomes a fucking. It's not fist. a duck. You become just one huge nub. Sebastian, no. A nub with a face on it. That'd be terrible. I'm going to Photoshop that. <laughs> so. By the end of today. <laughs> so, <laughs> so before we took a left <laughs> turn, Jiu-Jitsu tends to be very individual in, co- in competing, but you get to do this team competition. What did that feel like? Was oh, it my like God. A- it was it was quite an experience. I, 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 I think it might be like, if I had to pick which one I would rather do, I don't even know anymore because they're both so much fun. There's a certain feeling. I guess it you depends get. on your team too, right? Yeah, because you were on a fucking awesome team. Like, yeah, it was. It was, great. it was cool, man. You know, it was, it was cool. Like the the atmosphere that was there. Everyone's like, uh, dude, shout like you know like shout, shout out to out, the work that was put in. You know, shout out, shout out my whole team. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But um, uh, I I wouldn't know which one I liked more. They're both great. It's cool. Like, I've never been on a team sport other than, like, soccer, and I wasn't really about it. I was, like, in fourth grade just picking grass. Yeah. And, like, I was, grass just, picker. I was just there for the tangerines at the end of the game. They would put you, like, a post so that when the kids wouldn't be looking, running with the ball, you just, like, crashed into you, and they'd be, like, the grass picker. Um, no, I would really just be away from all the action. I wouldn't even like I I'm a defensive back. I'm just like on the sidelines. Uh, like, you know when you're little and you're playing soccer and you're playing defense, they're like you're like, ah, oh, this kid sucks. <laughs> yeah, like my but, job yeah. is to run into the ball and, and kick it as hard as like, my little leg <laughs> can. And I can't even kick at that point. Yeah. I was just falling. Like it was embarrassing. I'd be like, I'd rather just pick grass and eat tangerines. Yeah, like, oh wow, this is fun. I found an ant. Like, you know, like but um so like I never had a real team experience. I was yeah. on a fitness team in high school. There was no real fitness like competitions, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, this, I really felt like I was on a team. Like it was cool. Like going out there, man. I really thought I would get some submissions. It's probably gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. But uh, I mean, I look good. Hey, you did really well, man. Yeah, but it just hurts not getting a sub. Like just thinking about it, it's yeah. just there's like a certain pain there that's like. I didn't do enough for my team. I, I, I feel like I could have done more and like maybe it was my training, maybe it was my state of mind. I don't know what it was. I didn't pull the trigger, like the guy was running from me. But uh I don't know. It was just it was it's just hard, man, like to think about like, okay, maybe we could have won that. We were so close. But um it's cool going up there and then doing your part and then having your team who you trust to finish the shit, like go out there and like do their best and it's so crazy to like cheer your teammates on like that's a cool feeling to like yeah. be in a competition with them cheer your teammates on and like especially like uh chris what's his name sabana sabana yeah dude he's the man i really like that kid yeah chris is awesome man he's so he's a good energy to have he is man he's like awesome. he's fucking like a young gunner who just wants to kill people and i love it and like 
he was a great energy to have. I can't wait to um, train with him and stuff. Yeah, Shout out Chris. But uh, yeah, super nice guy, man. Like yeah, he's a and like a dude. gamer, like just like ready to go. Yeah. And his technique was awesome, man. Like his like watching him drill and watching like you guys warm up, like it was fun, man. It was cool, man. It was cool getting to see to be there and like experience all of it. Like yeah, I um so like. And dude, shout out like shout out to everybody, but like shout out to everybody. Frank looked really good, man. You know, like Frank, uh, Tony, yeah. Eric, Eric Sherman, dude. Sherman, Sherman's match with Ricky Lowe was like I think like personally for me like that was my favorite match of that day. Well, Just we only gets, saw the matches that we were a part of. I didn't really get I mean, to watch I, any of the other I've matches. Re-wa- I rewatched the event like oh, eight okay. times. <laughs> like wow. it's super, well, I mean the matches were cool. It's like people yeah. were, like it's getting to watch like 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 it was such a dope event, and I would like I was so like captivated by it. it was cool to see like the format like how would this work and it's like strategic at a certain point too. it is strategic yeah. it adds an element of strategy that you're not used <clears throat> to especially like well just me like like drawing out so the rules of the tournament if you guys didn't tune in it was like if if uh you get a submission um you get like a minute break and then you have to go up against somebody else on the team yeah, everybody's 145 on each pounds. team yeah each team has five people and Everyone has to weigh one forty five and under. Yeah. So um, if you draw, both the guys get eliminated. So essentially, if you get a if you get a sub and then you draw out the next person, your team is so ahead it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not too hard to to hit draws, especially when refs aren't calling stalling. Like, yeah. Like the, there was um the thing about like grappling events and stuff is that like it's hard to find good referees. Like that are gonna enforce the rules in like a non first of all non biased but second of all just informed confident way yeah because we would ask the referee like like not trying to I'm not gonna name a specific referee but we we asked the referee like yo is this allowed is that allowed like is flying scissors allowed is is flying guard pulls allowed like stuff like that and like. Uh, like they just wouldn't know, and they'd have to ask other people or yeah. stuff like that, or like how how does the overtime work and stuff like that, and like you know maybe it's it's my fault for not showing up for the rules meeting, I guess, but like also it's their fault for not like enforcing it because I thought there would be stalling calls, and like I I have like I've been holding myself back from making like a highlight reel of this fucking guy just running from me, but I mean I get it, he was playing the game. Mm-hmm. He was holding me. He was stalling. I, I, I could see the strategy in that. It was f- as frustrating as it is. It's a part of the. Um, it's part of the overall it's game. Part, it's, it's part of the game you guys are playing at that point. Yeah. So you guys are playing like a like a strategy, like a strategy game. Yeah. It's, it's really strategy. cool though, man. Like looking back at it, like now it's like, like thinking of it, like boom, boom, boom. Like it's yeah. really cool. I would have probably changed the lineup a bit. But uh, I I like yeah it was fun it was fun I I I just think like you wouldn't if you changed the lineup you would have moved yourself out of first yeah I'd probably put myself like where Tony was second yeah gotcha. Tony or Tony or I would I would, maybe second or third just to see what's up because uh, yeah I I probably would have done that but um I mean it was it was all right it was fun uh we. Let me think. Uh, just the preparation was really fun too. I I had a good time, like losing the weight. Like it wasn't that bad. Nice um, yoga. Yeah, I'm doing yoga. a lot of hot yoga. I was doubling up. I would do two classes a day. Like my training schedule, like on a normal day, is like hot yoga nine thirty, training twelve, hot yoga four thirty, 
and then uh, jujitsu at six. And then like if I don't make hot yoga at four thirty, I'll make it at eight o'clock right after jujitsu. So th there's like that was my training schedule for like before the event. Like it's two jujitsus and two hot yogas. And that like I still don't have the recipe down for rehydration because uh hot yoga's like you're not supposed to drink during the class. <laughs> if you're I saw a, that it, Instagram story you posted. What? What did I yeah, like when you go to reach for your water bottle or something, and like there's a. Picture oh my god! Yeah, so I have like a an instructor who's like a real hard ass over there. He's the he's the person who runs the place, and he doesn't like it when you like. There's only three water breaks during a regular hot sixty class, and like he doesn't like it when you try to reach for the water or like drink water if there's not a if there's not a water break going on, like especially if you're not a new student, because first of all, it breaks from the um. The rhythm? The discipline of the room. Like, it's distracting, just distracting movement. Everyone's trying to focus on themselves in the mirror. And any sort of, like, movement is going to detract from their practice and, like, draw eyes towards you. Like, whenever somebody, like, coughs or does something, like, because, like, the room is so quiet. The only thing you hear is people breathing and the instructor giving you directions. And so, like, some people don't, some people, you know, they're just moving and stuff. And, and, like, if I'm in the middle of a posture, if I'm in the middle of a stretch, like, it'll break my focus. And, like, that happens to me a lot. So I try to be as strict as possible with that. And he uh, he really chastises you for that. He's like, yo, right here in this moment, like, he, he tells you all the time during class, like, yo, right here in this moment, like, I'm only asking you to be uncomfortable for an hour. That's it. You're comfortable the whole fucking day. No, I'm not, bitch. I'm not. Right? I'm yeah. not. First of but all, like, yeah. But I understand. I get it. But I, you, yeah, for sure, relax. I understand what he's talking about. I understand because the majority of people are there for an hour. But yeah. I'm coming here like probably off your like second session, about to go your yeah. third session, and you're like, dude, I get it. I'm not the dude you need to like. I'm like here. I'm like this is my this is my relaxation. But yeah. but also. Like, it builds sure. it uh, builds discipline when I do I listen yeah, to him. So sure. I'm I'm not trying to make excuses yeah. where I'm like, oh, but this is my blah blah blah. No, I'm all no dehydrated. Like, I'm all fucking like I I try to take it as serious as he does, and and it, it really um helps my practice. Dude, like so, he, there's never any excuses. Like one time I went to Carlos's gym, Easton's in Colorado, and I oh I, wait, did he run from you? Huh? <laughs> because he I went there one time and he didn't even show up because he was like, oh, I'm scared. Uh, I mean, dude, Carlos, I love you. Let's. Uh, he doesn't listen to this shit. He doesn't. That's why I would like. I would honestly like. Last I would time you said it. Be, yeah, I'd love to be like, hey man, you know, like, hey look, man. look, I gotta be a good friend because we're all brothers. Back off, of my boy. I love you. But what? you know what, Carlos, what? you don't even listen to four stringers. Car what, Carlos, dude? I play World of Warcraft with Carlos, which I just fucking stopped playing basically because I want to get God. good at jujitsu again. Yeah, cool, dude. These fucking guys will play World of Warcraft for, for days. Like days. day, I don't yeah. know where they get all this fucking time from. Like the only uh, yeah. reason I was playing so much was because I had the flu. Yeah, it's like you can't go to. I you couldn't can't go do to anything. Like, yeah, and, like I had to literally keep myself glued to the computer. I was gonna infect all my friends. So like I was uh, like, let me just like yeah, be a degenerate. It, and like I see them on just as much as me, and I'm like, shouldn't y'all be fucking yeah, training, bro? What's up, bro? Like y'all trying to get good? All this get good talk. Well, I went to Easton's one time, and uh, the first class I went there, uh, something happened, and I, like I got like I tweaked something, and like in oh, a roll over there, like I think the the elevation like kicked that first day, and like me <laughs> trying to train hard, like like I think it was our second session of the day, I like tweaked something, right? So like we get there a little late the next day to the next class, 
and uh they have like this new instructor and he's like this like uh um he's like uh he's like running the class you know he's like running like warmups and he's like he's like all right who didn't check in on the online system in front and mm-hmm. like i was like i mean the dude looks at me and he obviously recognizes that I'm a new face i came mm-hmm. i came in there late cuz of carlos and um he looks at me and he's like did you check in and i was like I wouldn't want to be like, no, I'm just here visiting. I was just like, no. And he's like, all right. I was like, no, no, no. I didn't check in the front desk. We came straight to class. And he's like, all right, you and the other people who didn't raise their hand, go to the fence. And we're doing reverse bear crawls for the next five or ten minutes. And they're like, I think for not checking in. And then he's like giving the speech about like, when you don't check in, like it looks like it affects the instructors because we get paid on an attendance base or some blah, 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 or something like that. You know? <laughs> and Carlos is looking at me like after class like he finally tells him and i'm like doing the shit like my knees kind of fucked up i'm like this motherfucker but like you're not gonna sit there and be like yeah no sir actually in reality i'm from so i'm just like fuck it i'll do this so like yeah. i get you when you say the whole yoga thing you're like i'm not gonna sit there and like while he's telling me be like actually bitch this is my third no you're just gonna shut yeah. up and do it yeah you know, like, like bring it time, bring it up like, maybe after. after but even then yeah. I, I just feel so accomplished and i'm like i don't even <laughs> care dude like yeah. okay like so yeah, I mean, I, I try to take that practice serious. I, I, yeah. I go there. I try to go there at least once a day. I do go there once a day, and nice I try dude. to hit two times a day. But like I said, the hydration, I still haven't gotten that shit down. Like, I take electrolytes and aminos after the class and stuff. And, like, while I'm in class, I'm thinking about how good the electrolytes and aminos are going to taste because I, I have, like, the formula down for, like, how like to make it taste good oh my god dude i put some metamucil in that bitch too nice my shits are amazing you ready to shit yourself but um so yeah like uh uh that's what i was doing to get ready uh for finishers um just training a lot i think uh the next direction of my training is like because like there's tournament training and then there's super fight training and I think the next evolution in my training is going to come from taking super fights, studying opponents, and then uh, developing my game specifically for the problems that I think they're going to pose to me. And I think uh, the main problem that gets posed to me is like body locking, like uh, just really just sitting down on your own feet while you're trying to pass. Like people who pass on their knees, it's really like I, the, like nothing's going on. Yeah, for the both of us. Yes, like you can just hold me there, and just kind of just shut down every angle that I try to make, while not doing anything. So like, if the refs aren't going to call stalling for that, yeah. you could be there super all fucking man. day. Yeah, super all day, baby. That's why I like the the yellow card, red card system. You know, I think like if you have a super fight and um, let's say like yellow you should card, be getting paid, red card, you should yeah. be getting paid. You know, so like if you get a yellow card. Like, that's your warning. You know, you're stalling. If you get a red card, you get, like, a 25% deduction of your pay. Oh, my God. And she should have gotten yellow cards for all the fucking, uh, for all the Face E-Honda bombs? slaps yeah, that I was bro. eating. Yeah, it was just, it just gets ridiculous at a certain I point mean, where I was just smiling. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, it's, it, you just, <sighs> jiu-jitsu such a small-knit community that, like, it's kind of hard to really find the unbiased in the, in these events. Because yeah. then, like, even, like. Kasai has really, really good referees. Really good referees. But at the end of the day, there's like, they have their agenda with the referees. Look at ADCC. Look at the referees too. Like, you like all like all these like uh like they're from Norway. They're from like yeah. Finland. Like, and they're good referees, man. You know, they've but been like, doing it for like twenty years. Yeah, know. but like they have their agenda with those referees. You know, or like do they? Say, I never noticed that. I mean, it's like, 
it's not open like how like good like you can become like a referee for the ADCC like trials and stuff like that but like the reality is like if you look at their their circle of referees for the ADCC it's very tight knit oh so that's which, what like, you're saying okay. which like maybe it's good because they have a good like they ha- they do a good job yeah I feel I like the ADCC refs like from the last ADCC that I went did to did a good job yeah it didn't seem yeah. biased at all yeah, it seemed pretty like pretty straightforward. But like what yeah. I'm saying is like they all have like the, so like the Kasai has their guys, like uh, these people have their guys, you know. And um, it's hard to not because it's like you want good referees, but like you know through this person, it's like oh I know this guy, I trained with him here. So it's like there's always going to be this like circle where it's like at a certain point, like hopefully you can eliminate the influence. But like I don't know, man. It's it's tough when like you when there's just no stalling calls. It's like. I don't know, may, but like at the end of the day, it falls on me to like you know, get, like actually, like I should yeah, have, but it, but I should have planned better for that, and I should have saw it coming, and it's fine. It's a lesson learned. That's true for sure. It's but to le- have a to have an engaging, fun match, it takes two people, you know. See, yeah, that's the thing. Like I'm upset because you like, wanted to have a fun match. I wanted, I wanted down, to have you know? a fun match, and like, yeah, it breaks like, my heart. Like. To watch that match over and I'm like, like scooty boy, cut, I'm scooting forward, you know, like, and like he's just backing up, backing up, wiping his face, <clears throat> wipes his nose, gets the coke ring off of his, the bottom of his nostril, and then he's like, all right, like, like and then he just, and then uh, immediately tries to just body lock me again and, and sit there, body locking me in my guard. But enough, of, enough of that. Like I'm, I'm as much as it like, it was just frustrating. Like I'm, I'm okay with yeah. it. I, it's it's okay. I just need to get better. That's all it is. Like it's it all falls upon me, and uh, like that's why it's a team sport. It's also an individual sport. Like m- my team did what they had to do, um, and I know what I have to do in order to become more of an asset to a team. I can't wait. I hope I get to compete again for finishers. Yeah, and so- like I I have no I have no um. I have no gripes with any of the refs or anything like that. Like, I understand, like, this isn't their full-time job. They're volunteering to help put the no, show we're, on. We're just, like, we're just giving feedback as people yeah. who enjoy watching jiu people who compete, people who, yeah. like, train. It's, like, you got to, like, I don't know, like, it was an awesome event. That, like, yeah, it was the, amazing. Like, everything was, like, everything was a plus. Like, the way, like, everything, the production, like, mm-hmm. the banners. Like, I like the face-offs and stuff. Like, the venue had a good energy. The attendance, people were into the event, you know? Yeah. It was cool, man. It was really cool. If anything could, like, in our opinion, is, like, you know, well, the, in the refereeing, stalling. Like, maybe we can do something about stalling. You know? Yeah. I like the... Weirdly enough, I I enjoyed a little bit of it, and then I really didn't enjoy that there weren't heel hooks, you know? So, like there were situations where I, I liked that there was no heel hooks. Was I liked fun. it because it opened up a lot more jujitsu to people, you know. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't enjoy watching these guys who like, like especially in like the beginning rounds where like they would just get into these leg lock positions and then they're like, oh, they're so good at getting heel hooks, but they don't do anything else. Like they're just attacking heel hooks. Or like, and they realistically like guys who are pretty decent at leg locks understand that. You can get out of a toehold relatively simply if you, yeah. as long as you don't let your other leg get controlled, you know? So these guys aren't going to get toe-holded. And then they're just trying to boot these straight ankle locks on each other that you're kind of just like, you're like, that's, neither of you guys are going to tap to that, you know? So well, it's that's, like, that's like the, it, fall, it's, it like, falls on you the competitor could, for that. Yeah, it yeah. falls on the competitor because there's so many other things you could do. I mean, like, exactly. I think about, I think about like, if, if that's going to happen, maybe an Aoki lock. Yeah, but that's, 
not everybody, you know, is going to do they that. Should. Which, it, which you should. It's, yeah, they're at a level where. But they it's should. uh, it's funny like seeing that that rule set causes that. So like you kind of like you make a rule set, you make a game, and like you get to see like what happened, where like what didn't happen, what was mm-hmm. funny, what stood out, and like I, I, at least to me that was something that stood out. A lot of these guys would get to these like entanglements, ready to heal the shit out of each other, and then they're like. The team's uh, like, no Helix. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember one point Tony had, like, some heel exposure or something. And we're like, yeah, no, no heel hooks. Come yeah. on, fucking Tony. Mm. Um, but uh, That's pretty cool. You get, uh, Gary Tony was uh, the coach for you guys. Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, you know what? Like, getting there. some good one-on-one advice before the matches. We all got, we all um, arrived there pretty much at the same time. Uh, it was cool, like, warming up with each other. We saw everybody over there, like gotta act like you don't notice them <laughs> you see ricky wool and everybody warming up and you're like i'm gonna hot girl these guys <laughs> not nah, but like it it was cool it was cool uh the environment there was great um i remember being in the warm-up room with everybody and like it just when that when you know you're about to get up and you have your whole team warming up together and shit and like we're all yeah. doing our shit like there's an energy there i, I can't describe it I, that's why i really like the competition because like it's not just all on you you you're depending on your boys so it's it's like less stressful but also stressful in a different way where it's like these people are depending on me i got to do my part i don't want to look like an idiot and get submitted and like you know like i, I don't know it's it, but it's also less stressful in the way where it's like oh i believe in these guys so much that we got this. Like these guys are gonna fuck these other guys up, and it's it's nice. It was, it was nice. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't trade my team for the world. It was it was good. It was a good experience. Um, well, our first match we had against the other guys, I believe it was. They um, solid squad man. It was a good they have squad. A very solid it was squad. Uh, Tim McNamara, Julian Banner, Zach Green, uh-huh. John Battle, and Javier Palomo. Oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 um. So Javier actually came to no tr- no cards. What's up? Huh? <laughs> That's what no no cards. What's up? No no cards. Yeah. What is that? Never what? mind. Keep going. Keep going. Keep no, on. I have to know what it is, or else my I was brain. I'm talking shit. Like I did all those names without any no cards. What's up? You're gonna have to edit that out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Keep going. It fucking bombed. Um. <laughs> uh. So like, no, I was I was always the the I was contracted to be the first guy up so i mean i went up against tim we uh we drew which fucking sucked i mean it was an it was it was all right it was an okay match i got to put on a good display of jiu-jitsu i was really controlling on top like that's my training partner though it's kind of hard to like like i wouldn't make a i wouldn't make a highlight reel or any or post any sort of clip i don't know if he would do the same for me but I just feel like I'm pretty sure he would because he hasn't posted any of the content. No, but I mean, like, like if he smoked me, you know, maybe he would post something. But me, like, even if I smoke you or I don't smoke you, like, I have some good moments in the match. I'm not gonna post anything if you're my teammate, and yeah, that's something sure. that I learned as I got older, like, in jujitsu, like, because before I was like, you know, you fucking compete against me, you're signing like a. There's like an unwritten there's like an unwritten contract where it's like we're able to put up what happened on the match on social media because it happened. But I see the bigger picture in that now yeah. and like I don't wanna do that because it's like 
at the end of the day I get good training with him and we're in the same room together it would be kind of awkward and like it was just a uh, it was just competition it was man just, it was just competition yeah. yeah like like we we all we all got to compete cuz we all got to eat yeah. so and like if you can play a game of like pick me up basketball against each other you can play a yeah. game of fucking jujitsu against each other you know so so yeah i mean like i treated it seriously and like you could see it in the match. I was really trying to kill him, but uh, I wasn't able to secure the um, the submission. I got on his back and I got a bunch of good attacks. Like uh, I had my hand across his face a couple times, but I just couldn't finish. So I ended up drawing. Um, that was pretty depressing. Uh, and then I think uh, it was Julian and tony next and they drew out too. tony almost died but he survived he was like two minutes with this guy attacking his back that was ridiculous dude like it was just so funny like hearing tony after he's like i was hiding my ribs so that he wouldn't break my ribs and i'm like tony <laughs> what are you talking about because he was getting body triangled to the umph degree and he's like I was strategically hiding my ribs so that he wouldn't break them. And I'm like, okay, Tony. <laughs> that shit was fucking funny. <laughs> like, what are you even talking about, dude? Um, and then um, Frank goes out there and, like, murders two people and draws Yeah, Frank took out Javi. Yeah. Well, and then, uh, I, ta I talked Zach. to Javi. Javi, like, fucking popped up out of nowhere at BK. Did you see that? Uh, it was, was it was there? yeah like if you see a picture that fucking yeah yeah he was there i saw the z, picture yeah, yeah. z grapples yeah, posted yeah he was uh javi was there and javi was talking he was like that um frank popped his ribs with the body triangle damn and uh yeah he was like yeah my ribs a little fucked up frank popped me and i'm like wow that's crazy <laughs> good job frank but uh <laughs> javi was cool i mean no no big deal like he just came to train once i didn't even get really to train with him gotcha. he was rolling light because you know his rib mm -hmm. popped but um and then uh who was it after javi it was john battle and eric yeah and they had a fucking awesome uh, match that was great uh, they drew out too right john battle had a nice uh back take i believe or almost back take almost, he didn't take yeah it. yeah it was good he's so fucking lanky dude he's the longest man in pennsylvania yeah yeah lanky fight gear but, shout uh, out to John Battle. Shout out to Eric Sherman. Shout out, out to that whole team. Dude, Eric had two really fun matches, man. Yeah, Eric's a fucking gamer. I love, yeah. I love him. I, I um, really want him on the podcast. I actually got to pause for a second. I got to make this phone call for it. Yeah. Naga Pro Series. Dude, go for it. Okay. Uh, wait, so are you going to go and I'll just be on the... All right, put put a time mark on this. If this is all bullshit that I start saying, you could just um erase it. I'm going to... um. I'm gonna draw from my. Uh... All right, you ready? All right. How long? How long is it gonna be? Your headphones? No, I just got. Yeah. Okay. Yesterday, the longest call I've ever had with them is like eight minutes. Were you having phone sex or something? Eight minutes. No, I was uh, definitely. I'm a strong talking seven. About the Philadelphia event. Okay. Do you want on? Oh no, you're not gonna be there. You're gonna be. Never mind. You're gonna be fuck it. Ah, do not talk about the okay. attack shit without me. I won't. I mean, you mentioned it just now. Okay, so um, all right. Well, it's just me and you guys now, and uh, Sebastian's out the room, so I can start talking some real shit. I'll tell you guys a little story. So, um, <laughs> I 
I don't know where to fucking start. I mean, uh, <laughs> this was one time in college, like, uh, so I remember on the last podcast, we were talking about Lyme disease. I had a pledge who like had Lyme disease or whatever. And, uh, somebody popped into my head. We used to have this deli owner. His name was, was Petey. I don't know if I told this story on the podcast already, but this is kind of fucking hilarious. Like, his name was Petey, right? He's a tiny, tiny Indian man. Always drunk. And, uh, (laughs) like, when you think about the name Petey, how do you spell it? You know, P-E-T-E-Y, right? He spelled it P-D. Petey. And... (laughs) It was the funniest shit in the world to me. <laughs> and, like, he was just always drunk. It was a good time. We would send pledges in there. He would never ID them. And, uh, yeah, that's what upstate New York was like. It reminded me a lot of um, Hudson Valley. So when we... I, I went up there with Gulo, and uh, we went to go get food at Hudson... Like, in the middle of the Hudson Valley tournament or whatever, like... And uh, I was just hungry, so we go to, like, KFC. And I remember popping out the car. We're walking to the fast food place, and uh, there's this one guy. He's like, yeah, that motherfucker don't want to fuck with me. I got the ratchet at home. Like, he don't want none of that smoke. And then me and Kula look at each other like, what the fuck? Like, get me out of here. I can't be here right now. (laughs) Upstate New York is a trip, man. Like, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever gone to, like, uh, college upstate or visited your friends, but it's, like, a different world. Like, New York is so big. New York extends all the way to, like, Canada. There's so many weird parts in between that ride from the city to Canada, like, and they are just called New York. Like, it's just a part of New York. But in reality, it's not New York. Like, they don't have the same laws, different counties and stuff like that. Like, people are super aggressive upstate, I feel like. And they have the worst food outside of the city. So, um, there would just be a lot of shit like that that would happen during college. Like, always getting into fight fights with townies. Townies are the worst. I remember one time we had, like, a, so I, I have a pit bull. And we would have it as security at our parties. And we'd keep it in front. It was so people-aggressive. It's still people-aggressive. So we would keep it in the front. And I'd have it chained up. And, like, I'd have a pledge watching over it. But the dog would just make sure nobody came inside. And I remember uh, one day we didn't have my dog. And the pledges, like, imagine, there's these little, like, 18-year-old kids who are telling, like, grown-ass men, like, hey, you can't come into this party. And the grown-ass men have, like, guns and knives on them. They're like, the fuck you mean I can't come into this fucking party, white boy? And they're like, um, you can't come in. And, like, they would, like, we'd have walkie-talkies for them, and they'd, like, oh, my God, we need help. Like, (laughs) come to the front. Assemble in the front. And uh, one time we just didn't let these people in and, I don't know, man. It was like a fucking group of them. And next thing you know, I don't know where they got all these empty liquor bottles from. I guess it was like trash day or recycle day. And like literally there's just trash bags full of liquor bottles every week over there in Albany. 
and they were just taking bottles and throwing them like empty Hennessy, empty fucking. Well, it was more like Georgie. It was more like the cheapest liquor you could get. Like, uh, yeah, it was a bunch of fucking Georgie. It's so gross. And like just throwing them at our window. It was like we were getting artillery bombed. And I remember staying in there. And there's like a bunch of sorority girls. I'm like, come, come. Stay away from the windows. It's fine. I got you. <laughs> and yeah, like that shit was crazy. We had to call the cops. And uh, they don't really care about underage drinking. but And it's not like they could have done anything. We just didn't want to get shot like a drive-by. Because like they were like they're just constantly yelling about the guns they had at home, and we're like, do you think these fuckers have guns at home? I don't know. I don't want to find out. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What else can I talk about? Um, maybe I could give you some insight on like competition. So, um, as I'm starting to mature more in my jujitsu career. I'm starting to take myself more seriously. And I think this is a good message for everybody. You should all take yourselves more seriously. I remember I told my friend a long time ago that people are only going to take you as serious as you take yourself. And, like, I think that holds true. Like, if you want to consider yourself a pro athlete, you have to start training like a pro athlete and fueling yourself like a pro athlete. And I'm starting to become more and more comfortable with that idea. Like, uh... I've never been, like, talented, I feel like, at stuff. And, like, jujitsu, I have, like, a talent for it, I think. I picked it up pretty quickly. I'm not the best at it. I'm not really the most athletic, per se, or, like, a specimen or anything. But uh, jujitsu concepts and stuff, I, I can pick them up pretty easily, at least the basic ones. And um, I've been talking a lot about, like, the next step in evolution of my game and I think it comes from uh, I have to just take myself more seriously and take this art more seriously and nobody teaches you about that nobody teaches you like like yo like if you're gonna be the best you have to do this like you, you like it's all up it's a very personal art where you have to figure out how to make yourself the best because it's so young we don't exactly know the best way to teach or to learn jujitsu but as I'm getting older and my body's not the same as it used to be, I'm getting all these little injuries and stuff. I'm starting to see like the importance of diet and like uh, consistent dieting, actually, not just like crash diets. Because I, I know how to fucking crash diet. I, I know how to fast. I'm really good at that. But like consistent dieting where we're building our body to like, yeah, like a point where it's optimal. So I haven't lifted in like years consistently. And I'm I'm really going to try to do that. I feel like a lack of strength is what's holding me back. I have a lot of technique that I can't enforce onto people who just wish to stall me out. And I don't want that to be the case anymore. I think I need to be stronger in order to enforce my will a little more. So I started lifting, but uh, not just lifting, man. I, I, I think, I think all of it is important, like the diet, the lifting, the training, and everything, because that all pops into your head 
before you compete. You start thinking about, did I put in all the work necessary? Like, only you know how much work you really put in. Like, I don't care what you tell your coaches or your family or what you post on IG. Like, you could show up to a fucking class and make sure you get all the easy roles and then post a sweaty picture on IG like, oh, hard training. But only you know how much work you put in. And and that shit comes back to bite you in the ass or, like, to encourage you when competition time shows up. So, like, I remember one time in college, like... Uh, I bombed the test so fucking badly. And, like, I literally didn't know anything on it. It was like a math test. I didn't know dick on it. Like, and I couldn't even cheat. Like, I was the best cheater in class ever. Like, there's a math app called Mathway. You can literally plug in the equation and it'll tell you the answers. I didn't even know how to draw up the equation, right? Like, it was it was really shameful. And I remember that feeling and I'm like, I never want to feel like this again. And that feeling will come back if you don't prepare for something. That's really what it was, lack of preparation, going up to a test with lack of preparation. Something you really care about with lack of preparation, and it's your own fault. So I never wanted to feel like that again. I I, I started taking my practice, like, especially now I'm taking it even more serious. It's so crazy, like, after every competition, you're like, especially when you lose you're just like you find a way to work harder you make like if if you want to get better you know like there are people i see who lose and they're just like oh it was a fluke oh it was just like oh i just didn't do this right like i know people who are that fucking delusional who don't want to just accept like oh it was me uh i could have done more like losses are great because they'll open your eyes as to what more you can do it's like forcing yourself to 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 become self aware like i sorry the thing almost like went to screensaver but um yeah it's like forcing yourself to evolve like you find a way to become better you have to because you never want to feel like that again so you start thinking about everything you can do to do more and I have a lot of time. I just need, and, and I, I, I do have the willpower. I have the effort. I just didn't have direction. And uh, I'm starting to find more direction to get better. So I think that's the uh, the important part. I think that's how I'm going to get. Are you back? No. Nah. What happened? Are you hungry? No. Sure. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm good. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're forcing yourself to get better through losses. So, um, yeah. Uh, what I'm finding now is that, uh, there's so many, there's like unlimited ways to get better, whether it's your mindset, whether it's your diet, working out, or whatever, like, there's unlimited ways to get better. And uh, losses are just a great way to like uh, bring up what problems you may have to light and expose in the most real way. That's why I think competition is so important. You can live in a bubble your whole fucking life and never know what's really wrong with your jujitsu 
unless you compete. That's where all the real testing gets done. This is all theory. Like in the gym, it's all theory. And like the real experiments happen in competition. And then these moves become law to you. Where like, I know this move works. So like, I know I have a good arm drag. Why? Because I've hit it in competition a stupid amount of times. Like, I know I have a good triangle. I've triangled a stupid amount of people. So, it's stuff like that. Like, these realizations that'll make you better. And sometimes you need, like, somebody who has better uh, awareness than you to help you get better. So, like, that's where your coaches and your friends come in, like, different perspectives and stuff. Like, I, I'll, like... My boys watch my matches and they're telling me like uh, different points of views. Like I'm so grateful to have John Callistein and like Jason Rao like looking at my matches and telling me like this is what you need to improve on. This is why that guy got you stuck in this position and stuff. And like it's up to you to work on it and and get uncomfortable and and do your best and try to try to work on these things actively as opposed to like oh I did I drilled this shit once I'm good like. It's hard to be consistent and do that. So, dude, you keep coming in. You're breaking my train of thought. What's up? Are you are you back yet? I'm back. What happened? I had to make a phone call. For the no, but I mean, like, like, is everything good? Yeah, everything's good. I'm setting uh, setting up the Philly event. Uh, finished the New Jersey event. Main event's gonna be uh, Zach Green versus Ray DeLeon. So interesting match. I was really not prepared for that solo part. Like I, I, I'm, I'm so fucking like I don't know. It's okay. My brain is fried. It's okay. Thank you for releasing your discomfort. I fucking came. It's fine. On the mic. On the mic. Thank you. I can't wait to trade mics. And get your mouth pregnant. What? Two mics. Two mics, one cup. Yes. Um, That's any more in your new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What were we talking about before? Oh, uh, we just finished the other guys, and then um, now we're up to the finishers. Yes, finishers. team finishers. Um, so I was like, we were real confident after the other guys, but uh, and it was like destined to be the finishers versus uh, Henzo Gracie team. Uh, I had to go. Uh, Chris had to go out first because the way the rules work is like. If uh, it's whoever didn't get to go up last has to go up. Like, if your lineup calls for the third person had to go up next, the third person goes up next on your uh, on on the next uh, yeah, match. Since he didn't get to go against the other guys, yeah, so uh, he automatically gets pushed forward. So, yeah, that's what ended up happening. Uh, Chris went out first, uh, subbed his first guy. Birch came out. Uh, Chris got a nice fucking. I think it was a back take into into rear naked, mm-hmm. but um, on Gabe and then Birch comes out, and uh, he fucking like suplexes poor Chris, <laughs> and uh, rear naked chokes him. It's crazy how the match like his two matches were so different. First match was yeah. all engagement. Second match was no engagement. I, well, because <sighs> Daddy has a guard. And he was scared and of maybe it. I put yeah. him. I put him in some good. Maybe like I got, I got, dude. I'm omoplata heavy, bro. <laughs> I love it. People, yeah. people, people got arms. I'm like, I'm an omoplata. People, 
People got arms and not nubs. They get an omoplata. Omoplata is my fucking move, dude. Like I hit that shit so much, even during training and shit. Like according to of, Hudson Valley Grappling, your favorite move is the, arm triangle. The, the head and arm. Yeah, the commentator said it. Oh uh, yeah, I should I should have just rolled into an omoplata from there. But um, uh, so it was me and Birch. Um, I immediately sit guard. You know what's funny about the finishers tournament? The middle is so slippery. You know where really? the where the logo is? Where the logo is? Yeah. It's ridiculously slippery. That was one of the first things they said to Frank as I got off the um the stage on my first match. I was like, "Yo, watch for the middle. Like if you're playing guard, play guard in the middle because it's going to be hard for somebody to be standing on that logo cuz it's so fucking slippery." And that's something common among all like um like even in MMA, if they have a like, I've been in a cage with a, with an like, icon yeah. in the middle, and it's very slippery, especially when you get like sweat and blood mixed into that. Like it's ridiculous. You're not going to be able to keep your your um your balance. Your balance but like, in yeah. in in Sarah's our fucking Dude, Sarah's is wild. It's man. always like that. So like Sarah's is wild. Like I remember, <laughs> I was uh before I got I before I got hurt, I was rolling with Manny. And I went to like stand up to do something, and like I just like slipped so hard, yeah. dude, so hard. I like just like slipped, and like you land with like, here's my back. You know? You're like, no, get away from me, Manny. Huh. And Manny's you, like, it's you know what? Shout out to my boy Manny. Don't start this, <laughs> yo, Manny. You already pissed me off last podcast. Listen, listen to this chest pump, Manny. That's for you, Manny. You're my boy. He did that on his ass cheek, Manny. <laughs> I did it. Um, but uh, but it's, yeah, it's like, a good it's a good environment to do foot sweeps, cause like, dude, yeah, the foot sweeps like uh that Saad was like working on like when he was like working on like the push away like he like drilling I was like, that's so sick. Yeah, he was doing some sick yeah, fucking. Warm-ups, I taught foot dude. sweeps to the kids for the last whole week. <laughs> um, but uh, judo, <laughs> so, uh, Joe do. Uh, so I mean, I got like. I try to slap on a triangle. I'm not saying he was greasing. I'm just saying he felt greasy because he was slipping out of everything, bro. It was just slippy, slidey. But some people are just so muscular. I don't know if it was that, like, where, like, you can't really get a grip on them. You ever had to grapple somebody like that? Yeah, it's, it's annoying. Like, it's, you grab them, but, like, they just keep getting out. Yeah, they, they could just out, keep, keep slipping out. out because, like, first of all, they're hairless. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Second of all, like um, the like, you can't get any purchase on their on their uh, skin. I don't know. It's like skin tight. Like your the skin. It's like so tight. I don't know how to explain it. It's like they're busting out of their fucking arms. But um, so I had a match with him. I got him. Tried to get him in an omoplata. He like spazzed out on a triangle. He spazzed out. He passed my guard like two times, but. It wasn't like a systematic um, deconstruction of my guard. It was more like quick pass that he was trying to do the whole time. And like, as soon as he passed, like, oh my God, I was, I got out as soon as possible. Like, it it wasn't like hard to get out, but I, I got out. But I mean, um, yeah, we ended up drawing. He was so fucking hype. And then... Um, yeah, so we ended up drawing uh and then who was up next? I think it was I think it was Tony. Tony gets ankle locked by Zach. I don't know how, but uh it was like Tony went for like a single leg and like Zach rolled or something and then like 
I know uh, Tony goes to uh, Tony's engaging in the wrestling, engaging in the wrestling, and then he goes to pull guard. And as he goes to pull guard, uh, Tony pulls guard, and his uh, right leg extended. Uh, yeah, and then Zach grabs a leg, and as they roll, they keep continuing the motion, and Zach ends up uh, belly down in the scramble with the belly down straight ankle lock. And it was just like, uh, initially when uh, Tony pulled guard, I thought in his guard pull, I thought uh, I was like, oh shit, like it was a good guard pull initially, and then I saw the leg extended. And then I, I don't know how that, that fucking happens, dude. I don't know. Happens, I don't know. Man. I don't know, man. But uh, whatever. So then he gets fucking happens, submitted, and then. Uh, uh, who's up next? Uh, then it's uh Frank, right? Because it was Tony. Yeah, it's Frank. Frank, right? Because then Sherman went out there. Frank and um. Frank goes up against Mislani. Sting. Oh yeah, Mislani. He and gets then, an arm and bar and from gets, uh, north south or whatever. Mislani was all gassed out. Um, and then uh, he gets like a five minute reverse triangle on Stingray. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. Like poor five minutes, dude. It was like eight minutes. Yeah, it was. It was like eight minute fucking reverse triangle. Yeah. And this guy is just like, maybe he doesn't have shoulders, or like he's one of those guys who could just like detach his own shoulder from the socket. Because maybe. I didn't understand how he survived that long. He was holding on for dear life, and it was just like eight minutes of them rolling around with tri- with Frank slapping on different kinds of triangles, and this guy just like gripped up like body lock under his hip like trying to fucking not die and keep space it was it was fucked to see though because like frank really gave it his all and and uh he survives and they end up drawing huge win for 10th planet so then it's uh ricky lowell versus uh versus eric, eric sherman. and they draw again. and they draw but that was a great match yeah, man sherman great... really like pushing he, the pace contact, 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 contact. he was getting he was getting uh all shermed up. Yeah. The Shermanator came out. So then uh, you guys go to overtime. And overtime they, is... Uh, so where, they pick like, our guy and we pick their guy. Yeah. So they pick Tony naturally. And then... Um, you guys picked Zach. We picked Zach. It was between Zach or Gabe. I don't know who would have... I think maybe we should have given him Gabe. But who knows? Like Zach was the choice. So Zach ends up uh, getting out immediately. And then... Um, because I don't, I, I don't know why Tony neglected to throw on the body triangle. I really don't know why, but he didn't. Zach gets out, and then Tony has to defend, and Zach throws on the body triangle immediately. And Tony's like busy trying to hide his ribs, and then he gets fucking rear naked. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, dude! He didn't get rear naked. He got arm triangle. Oh, he got an arm. Tri- he got arm triangled. Oh, my God, I remembered it wrong. How the fuck? Oh, my God, I remember now. He was so worried about getting his fucking foot out instead of defending the choke. That's why he got arm triangled. I remember him talking about it after. He's like, my foot was caught. My foot was caught. And I'm like, that's good that your foot is caught. You don't want him to get all the way to side control and then be able to put his chest down, put drop his hips and stuff like that. Like, what are you worried about your fucking foot for? Get your arm out of there. Maybe, I, I, maybe, the, maybe, maybe the foot prevented him from turning and exposing. I don't even know what that... Like, dude, like... It's just so... I don't know. I don't know, man. Because, like, for me, like, if I'm getting head and arm choked, I'm giving up my back. That's fine. Yeah. At least I don't get submitted. Tony didn't turn away at all or, like... And he was worried about his foot and he just didn't seem to be even focused about extracting his arm from the submission. It was really frustrating to see, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. But that's how it ended. And, uh, yeah, we lost. It was crazy. It was a good experience, but it was just so heart-wrenching to see. Like, I mean, good on the 10th Planet Finishers. Great job. Like, I'm proud of you guys. But it, it just... And no buts about it. Yeah, I'm just proud of you guys. It was a good job. It was a good fight. I hope I get to do it again. But uh, actually, I gotta fucking go, dude. Do you? Oh, for the training. Twelve thirty. Yeah, I got. I'm gonna be there by one. So close out the show. I love you. Um, uh, we'll we'll probably record more later today. But uh, I I really gotta go. All, All right, right, don't worry. Do your thing. All right, holla. Love you guys. Bye. All right, switch pace. All right, guys. Uh, this was kind of uh in the middle of the day episode. We really wanted to just get together. We had uh, we hadn't finished talking about finishers, but it was really cool. Uh, shout out to everybody who competed at finishers. First of all, the event was such a good event. Honestly, this every was time. therapy, dude. Like yeah. I'm so happy I got to like get this off my chest. Tony, yeah. we're cool. I was just a little frustrated. We're cool. Everybody, we're cool. I love all you guys. I love the refs. Shout out all you guys. See you later, bro. Have a good training session. Remember, you're training for the both of us. <laughs> yeah, we do. Ha- yeah, leave whatever you have to do. Go. We do have something to talk about later on with Fabian. Uh, we'll talk about it in the next episode. He oh, is going to be doing the Andrew Tackett Challenge. There. And, yeah, we're going to be coming back. Uh, we're going to start a new little line called Lil Stringers, which is for the kids. We're looking to make some kids gear and some stuff like that. Uh, anyways, we'll be back soon. We love you guys. Peace.